Greetings, lovely listeners. You are listening to Saga, a podcast where a dude and a chick discuss art and animation. Spoiler alert, this audio may contain spoilers, so please proceed with caution or an open mind. I don't care. Hello, and thank you for listening to Saga Podcast. This is your favorite podcast about animation, animation industry, and everything in between. Um, this week we are covering Rocco's Modern Life, Static Cling, which can be found on Netflix for your streaming pleasure. Um... My name is Sarah, and Rocco's Modern Life. So, this movie starts out with Rocco and Heifer and Filbert, who are, uh, and Spunky, who are all kind of traveling through space because they were launched in 1996 into space, and they've just been traveling ever since. And then 20 years later, somehow lasting that entire time. I guess they'd never lost provisions um, or air in 20 years or killed each other. Um, they managed to find a button which launched them back Earth. And 20 years into the future is a little bit different, especially for Rocco, who has a very hard time adjusting where Heifer and Philbert do not. Unfortunately, one of the biggest changes Rocco has to go through is the realization that his favorite TV show, animated t- TV show, I can say, uh, The Fatheads has been canceled and has been off the air for some time. Um, and he has to figure out how to get that back on. Yeah. Hello, and thank you for listening to Saga Podcast. This is your favorite podcast about animation, animation industry, and everything in between. Um, this week we are covering Rocco's Modern Life, Static Cling, which can be found on Netflix for your streaming pleasure. Um, my name is Sarah, and Rocco's Modern Life. So, this movie starts out with Rocco and Heifer and Filbert, who are, uh, and Spunky, who are all kind of traveling through space because they were launched in 1996 into space and they've just been traveling ever since and then 20 years later somehow lasting that entire time i guess they'd never lost provisions um or air in 20 years or killed each other um they managed to find a button which launched them back and 20 years into the future is a little bit different, especially for Rocco, who has a very hard time adjusting where Heifer and Philbert do not. Unfortunately, one of the biggest changes Rocco has to go through is the realization that his favorite TV show, animated TV show, I should say, uh, The Fatheads, has been canceled and has been off the air for some time. Um, And he has to figure out how to get that back on yeah yeah and um let's see so 
this special was my first experience with Rocco's Modern Life. Um, <gasps> what? Yeah, it, it, yeah, like you said, um, you know, they left in 1996, so like I was barely alive, um, and that was before my time, and I just didn't watch it. I think I remember watching this show much like where I got my love of animation from because I've just always watched it much like Hey Arnold um, Cat Dog um, Snap what else was there there was so much other good animated TV shows that were on during that time and Rocco's Modern Life was one of them I mean how would you feel if you were launched into space for 20 years and then came back to find out that, I don't know what your favorite show is, but your favorite show has been canceled and off there for 20 years. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Nickelodeon was like my least watched of those big three, like Cartoon Network, Disney, and Nickelodeon. So uh, yeah, didn't know about it. But yeah, but anyway, Rocco in this special he really needs to get his pri- priorities checked. Like, <laughs> he was really on that show, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, which show is it? Now I'm curious. Ah, uh, you know, they just announced a movie. Anyway, yeah, Hunter x Hunter just announced a movie. Well, for me specifically, what's more, what's more li- likely is, is that, so the, like my favorite series right now goes on hiatus a bunch so i'd be grateful because i wouldn't have to sit through those year-long hi- hi- hiatuses so i'd be grateful really <laughs> oh it, it, it's 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 a uh, it's hunter hunter it's, it's yeah um, a movie what movie oh oh interesting anyway <laughs> anyway uh right yes yeah, so yeah right so Rocco, you know, he's 20 years into into the future. They have uh, like high tech video games and flat screen TVs and, and over like thousands of channels and like yeah and, and like smartphones and smart TVs. Dude, just go outside, like learn and and explore the, this new frontier. I feel like it's like um, like a boomer realizing that they're in the entire like new generations don't care anymore <laughs> about going outside and then trying to get on the bandwagon oh like like they're like they're uh trying to get on so that the train doesn't leave them behind or something no he didn't but heifer and Silver did yep mm, but Rocco didn't do that <laughs> yeah uh, his friends did but <laughs> And you know what? Uh, really, I'm. I kind of. I didn't understand the the montage that 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 they were doing to like catch them up to modern day. Like it felt kind of non sequitur and, and, and random. Yeah. <laughs> Which perfectly segues into um, something that I thought about with this, with not only this special but last week with Zim is that they both felt repetitive and like loud and, and childish, you know, which was what those shows were. But something like Samurai Jack, which 
was canceled and then came back, but it aged up with the audience. This didn't do that, and I felt that the rewatchability for this and a little bit of Zim lessens for me. Ooh, you know, you make a very fair point, but I also think it's not just a lot of shows that do this do it for new generations, um, which is a good segue to talk about the transgender factor in this because a lot of what younger people are are facing now is um, gender uh, normatives, like the differences in gender and sexuality and this and that, and a lot of people are changing who they are to fit who they feel that they are. And there's one character in specifically who was the creator of the Fatheads, um, whose name was Ralph. I think it was Ralph. Yeah, and then Rachel. I think it's an int- what? And then Rachel. Oh, stop. Rachel. <gasps> it makes sense now. Rachel Dolezal, who went from being a white woman to a black woman, so she was transracial. But 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 Ralph to Rachel is is trans- Gender, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Gosh, I, I don't know if that applies to this, but it, you do what you want, you know? Like, people are challenging norms every single day, and that's fine. But this this was a very controversial when it first came out, and people weren't really sure how they felt about the fact that there's a transgender thing. A lot of people think it was a political scheme on the heads of the creators because they're trying to get to younger generations or trying to push an agenda or something along the lines. But I didn't really feel like it was that after I watched it. It felt like it was something that was normal to see, but I'm progressive. I'm not sure a lot of people that watched Rocco's Modern Life before feel the same way. Um. Uh, all right. So, first, um, have you seen? I think it was called Lloyd in Space. Like it was an old Disney show. Yeah, it was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. So there was an episode where there there was this like new kid, and the so there were the boy characters and then there were the girl characters, and neither like group knew what they what they were and each group wanted the the new kid to like say uh like what they were and like what they liked doing and the the kid was like i like doing it all and uh and the characters like the boys and the girls side they like didn't know like what to call the new kid and really the moral the the moral of the uh, story is that like stop like putting like that they don't necessarily owe an an answer to to you and like stop trying to like put them into like a box or something and that was probably like one of the first like progressive like like kids shows talking about like a non-binary kid yeah 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 (laughs) if you want to save that part of yourself for sure uh well you know it's you know they're they're aliens 
so it it's like uh, it makes sense for the story, but you can also like look at that as a as a life lesson for like human kids for when they possibly could encounter that in real life. Um, yeah, so that was my first point, and my second point, uh, which was more about what you said. Um, yeah, so uh, this sort of this um, this made me think of when <laughs> Alex Jones was talking about making the frogs gay, like with the why. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that sort of like <laughs> so that made my that so I thought about that and. I remember hearing something about that, and it's apparently called atrazine. Like it's a chemical uh, that 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 turn that, that like turns frogs uh, hermaphroditic, and it, and and it turns like uh, male frogs into female frogs, or, or like with uh, with like a sex with the sex organ of a female frog, but they still have their male parts a bit. So anyway, uh, yeah, and that sort of got me thinking. Like I should really stay away from estrogen stuff, you know, for like male vitality and stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, estrogen, yeah, is blamed for like breast and prostate cancer, and can lead to like like uh, drop in sperm count and depression and mood problems with like uh, like lung cancer and ovarian cancer, skin cancer, uh, gallbladder cancer. Uh, cataracts, urinary inconsistencies, joint de degeneration, and yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna lay off the. Not, it's not like I ate much, but gonna try to lay off soy. This kind of scared me, and estrogen. Yeah, I don't know how people can can manage that. You know, I I have such respect for people that choose to go through with um, gender transformation, but there are still so many risks to it. And I don't think a lot of research is involved um, as far as yet. So it's interesting to see how this is going to play out. Um, I think like what's interesting, uh, I'm kind of curious about, and I've heard some different things about it. But like the uh, the medicine on it is still pretty new. But like hormone blockers, like what are the long term effects of those? Um, things like that and like people putting their like pre-pubescent kids on on hormone blockers and things like that and like what are the long-term effects but i don't know um this is yeah this is getting like too heavy let's not <laughs> or mental effects too yeah um get back on rocco's modern life oh but um when i was looking up the atrazine thing it got me looking into like some other kind of frogs and I found this, uh, it's now extinct. Um, it like went extinct about like 20, 25, uh, yeah, I think it was about 30 years ago actually. It's called the gastric brooding frog. Have you heard about this? Yeah, so the mother, um, she'll like, uh, she'll lay her eggs and then she'll eat them and then the eggs will hatch and the tadpoles will, will grow into frogs, like small frogs, and then she'll uh, like burp them out of her mouth. And that's how they're born. It's pretty cool. No, but it sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they died from uh, human meddling, but um, they're, they're trying to like resurrect it. Like they like have some DNA and, and they're trying to like 
like a dinosaur park it and like yeah it's pretty cool science is pretty neat yeah we killed them <laughs> hmm. i think i've seen like a nova special on that yeah should have kept them in in her mouth oh yeah plus uh when they're growing in her 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 body they press against her lungs so she can't breathe but this frog has the ability to breathe through its skin it's so cool yeah um yeah, we we completely we're completely not even talking about Rocco anymore. But what a miracle of life! <clears throat> what did we kill them all off? Uh, uh, their mothers couldn't protect them. <laughs> no. Um. So I thought that this was a really good, I guess, tie-in to the old show. It's nothing compared to the old show, I will say that. Um, but I think it's because it is geared towards children and the parents of the children who used to watch Rocco's Modern Life because I was their age when I watched that. Now I'm not a parent, so I don't have kids to show this to, but it's very kid-friendly, much like Invader Zim that we talked about. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to add to it. Uh, so there is like one thing um, that I wanted to say. Uh, I kind of felt that this was this special was sort of meta in that Rocco came 20 years from the past to the present wanting a show from the 90s. And this was a show 20 years ago from the 90s coming back because people wanted it. So it's sort of like a self-fulfilling self prophecy a bit. I can, yeah, I and mean, that's, yeah. And, um, and the moral of the story was change. That's certainly a running theme of this. It was a lesson for Rocco. It was a lesson for uh, Rachel's dad. Uh, they had the winds of change, um, yeah. I think the winds of change was my favorite character, actually. Because you relate to it no i just thought it was funny i thought it was clever because it was actually like a, a cloud it was like i'm the winds of change i don't know it was, it was funny i thought it was funny hmm. yeah um i since i i didn't watch this before and um like it, it felt kind of like 90s like 90s sense of humor um i i it, it was okay I, I, I give it like a like a like a C plus. Yeah, yeah, seems fair. Hmm. Um, but uh, I do like his other work. You know, he, this was from the same guy that made Camp Lazlo, and and I really like that show. So, you know, there's that. You know, it's a consolation prize. True. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts? Nope. No final thoughts. Um. You know, watch it if you haven't. It's something that I think is telling of the times and just worth having in your repertoire. Mm -hmm. Next week, we are diving deep into the dark crystal age of resistance. And please share us with your friends and family as we would love to continue this podcast about your favorite animations. All of the information here is researched by Sarah and Garrison, and this podcast is produced and edited by Sarah Zadre. Special thanks to Joshua Phillips for the theme music, 
All while doing our research, we come across some amazing little videos and shots about the process of animation, and we will be happy to share this information with you on our site, www.podsaga.com. And if you have any questions about the animations we will be covering, please don't hesitate to ask. Thank you and have a good day.